It's another Monday. That means 50% day. Whoa, you started the podcast? You never start the podcast. Sometimes you just got to, you know, push that button. Put. Did you push a button? A big red button, you know, from... Uh, you watched it last night. Christmas Invasion. Christmas Invasion. Mm-hmm. A big red threatening button that Boom. should never be pressed. Boom. Oh, I bet that, that sounds, sounds great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, today is a very special episode of the podcast because we have a whoa, very whoa, special whoa. guest. Woo! Well, it's another red, isn't it? Another red. Yeah. That's a tease for the guest. Exactly. Troy Red Archer Live is joining us on the podcast. Um, and we've actually just spoken to him. We're recording this after the pod. Movie magic. Move. It's, you wouldn't even know, except the fact that I just told you that. <laughs> yeah, you, had to, you had to ruin it, didn't you? It's a special episode of the podcast. We're trying something new. Something mm-hmm. that hopefully we'll do again down the line. Uh, and it with is all a, your favorite guests. With all your favorite guests, including myself and Connor. That... <laughs> Basically, what the podcast is, is we literally copied straight from Brett Goldstein. Goldstein? <laughs> Brett Goldstein, the nicest man in the UK. Uh, he, That's Peter Capaldi. He's got his own podcast. He is in the Saranga Conundrum as well, if you care at all. Um, and he's also Roy Kent in Ted Lasso, that kind of thing. He's got his own podcast called Film To Be Better. You might he's say a, he's here. He's there. there. He's every fucking where Roy can. Yeah, uh, that's my joke for the Ted Lasso reference. Show. Yeah. This is the part where you dip out, and I okay. explain what this segment is. Just dip, dip out. Whoa, Connor's out. That's a good video gag right there. Yeah. See you, mate. You stay there for right. a sec. Cool. Right. Yeah, he's going on his phone and everything. Yeah. Uh, so, so basically, uh, what Brett's podcast is about, it, he gets guests on, people, celebrity, Russell T Davies, Edgar Wright, that kind of thing. They come on and they die on the podcast, and then. Brett asked them about the films that mean the most to them. That's what we're doing today. We're copying literally straight from it. So please go check out his podcast first. Uh, Brett's podcast is very good. Uh, but we're copying you know, the questions and the entire sort of vibe of the podcast and remaking it for Doctor Who, joined by none other than Troy slash Red Archer live. I don't know why I always say his name like that. Um, but yeah, Troy it's is... so easy when you're by yourself, is it? <laughs> stay there, Connor. You're, you're away from the mic. No one cares. Uh, so stick around for a very great chat with Troy. It's a lot of fun. We talk about the best endings of episodes of Doctor Who, the best beginnings of episodes of Doctor Who, the scariest episodes of Doctor Who. We want to know... We want to get to know Troy through the medium of Doctor Who. Did that sound good, Connor? Yeah, pretty good. You can sit back on your chair for a second now if you like. Okay, thank you. Yeah, come on. Yeah, sit yourself back. So, um... That was actually a real gag, you know? I actually did fall. You did a pratfall. That's not the side you should sit on. Connor has made a mess. Oh, what? In the office. You... Oh. Idiot. Yeah, well, that's fine. My foot. Um, okay, so right, follow good. us on Twitter and Instagram at Fifty Doctor. Hit us up on the Doctor Who on the Fifty Percent Doctor Who podcast YouTube channel because uh, we want to get to five hundred subscribers by January first. It's possible. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Let's get straight into it. Let's get into our interview with Troy slash Red Archer live. Oh, high five, ready? So, welcome to Who to be Buried With. Whoa! Today's guest is a podcaster. They are a YouTuber, a podcaster again, a Doctor Who fan, a streamer, a payday player. Wow. Just a lovely human. Everything. Everyone loves Everything. them. They are a, a kind soul and a fellow ginger. 
Today's guest is Troy slash Red Archer Live. Let's bring him in. Let's go. Woo! Yeah. Amazing. You always love the the tunes. Oh, I just cut it off. Sorry. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) That was good. When you said there'd be a jingle, I wasn't sure if I'd hear it. I thought I was just gonna have to dance along and then I suddenly heard it. It was like, oh great. (laughs) It's always a hit. It's always a hit. We did used to have that back in the day when we first started the show. We'd just like kind of bounce to nothing and just edit tunes over the top of it. That's great. Oh, wow. Such is the editor's way, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another reason why we, well, why I in particular love having you on, Troy, because you're the fellow editor of your podcast. And so you understand the pains, <laughs> the, the tears of I blood really do. as you edit. I really do. Oof, it's, it's good. But now you're probably going to make a mess of this for me just so you can have your revenge. Is that... No, trust me, trust me. The the worst thing I could do to anybody would be to open a bag of crisps on the stream because I ate Pringles in the recording with Chris. You already talked about meeting Alex Kingston. And I was like, I'll edit these out, it'll be no problem. It took me hours to get the noises out. I hated everything. I was just... Yeah. Never, ever. I've got a bag of crisps here. I'm not, like, there's a bit of crackling. I'm not opening these until we are off the call because I know how bad that will be. <laughs> Much so I am, appreciated. Wow, look at that. Just <laughs> professional, professional right here. There we go. So, oh, um, Troy. Exactly, exactly. You've got, uh, I, it, would you say your main thing is is who's there? I know you dabble with, like, a, a few different things. I, I don't know if you want to, how, how would you describe yourself? What what, what do you do? <laughs> it, <laughs> where do you start? Um, I don't know because, like, because I've done, you said about playing Payday, that's kind of like the gaming channel. That's got like nearly 30,000 subs. That's the thing I've done for the longest period of time. Yep. But in, at the minute, I, spe- I suppose I spend more time on who's there than anything else because of like the recording and the editing. It's nice this week, to be fair. It's quite a cushy gig this week because we're doing a live episode. So there's no editing for that. And I'm on your podcast, which I also don't have to edit. Mm-hmm. So I'm really enjoying that vibe this week. It's nice. It's nice. Just chat but- with no the, consequences. Uh, the monthly exactly. live streams that you guys exactly. do. That's... Uh- that's great. Like I, I know we want to start doing that soon. Like yeah, probably do, not like, like monthly or anything. Is, don't but... you guys do once a month though? It's like the once a month. It live should stream. be about once a month. I can't. We when we last we lasted one. I think it'll be just over a month. The last one we did, I think, was Power of the Doctor. It was right? Power so of the Doctor. It'll be just over. Right, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, when we, I when really I wore Jody's well. coat and then inside <laughs> kept editing the episode till into the morning or like like arranged it for the audio upload and I got to like four in the morning and I was like. I'm still wearing Jody's coat. What am I doing? I'm like, just sleeping it at this point. Yeah. I love that. But. But yeah, I suppose I spend more time on who's there than anything else at the minute. And that was the thing, like a couple of times on Twitter recently, I've had someone describe me as like a YouTuber, and I'm like, who, me? Really? Like, because yeah. I, I don't really, because t- like, I never really spoke about Doctor Who on the gaming channel. My main excuse, it was how I got how I got to touch with Crispy, was I invited him onto my old podcast because I wanted to do some things that weren't payday themed. And I was like, I need a reason to talk about Doctor Who. He seems mm. like a cool guy. I'll chat to him and then use it as an excuse to talk about Doctor Who and... It all went on from there, so it's kind of a bit of both now. It's it's cool. I like it. It's like a nice little kind of mix between the the gaming and the the Doctor Who audience. Yeah, I was Doctor about Who to is ask, like how special. you guys met. So through that, you guys just decided to start. Who's there? Like your Doctor Who podcast. That was just it. You just oh, went, he was hesitant. Oh, let me tell you, he was <laughs> oh, hesitant. Really? He didn't. He clearly didn't like me very much at the time. You know. <laughs> no. Um, no, because at the time we did the the episode for my podcast, the Redcast, and yeah. normally they're about an hour long, sometimes more. I've had some that goes like an hour and a half. Ours was an hour and fifty, mm-hmm. and we could have quite That's easily kept that. going for longer. I remember that. I remember that. I actually listened to that. Do you that have was... you said? Have you seen that? Wow. That was a while ago, wasn't it? That, that was... was September, October, twenty twenty. Yeah, is that that just had like the stars in it, and it was just like the stars were like yeah, there was, was no that... cameras in, in the first yeah. season of that. I've for me seen now. that. 
I've seen that. Oh my yeah. god, okay. From wow. from humble podcasting beginnings. Yeah. Now look. <laughs> yes, yes. Because I, no, like, I remember you, you were mentioning Payday quite a lot in that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, I, had to, I had to mention Payday wherever I could because it would get people to then watch it. Yeah, like the course. second episode of the podcast, right. I advised a guy who does like YouTube poops. He did like the schlock. I don't know if you've ever seen the schlock YouTube poops for Sherlock. Um, oh, right, they're okay. worth watching. They're they're so good. But I I, I brought the guy on for that, and then I I like the titled it about like my first pay, first payday video and was like I was telling him about that because I thought that's a good way to bring people in, and it did increase the views. So more people watched it. So yeah, I was trying to usher payday in wherever I can, but now I don't as much. And like I just put up on Saturday I did an interview with the guy who plays Doctor Eggman, Mike Pollock, which was like a huge thing, and it's done really well on its own without being linked to payday. So I'm just like. Yay! It's a nice yeah. little, nice little reward. I don't know. Yeah, it's cool because I, well, I was fully expecting it to flop, and it didn't. And I'm like, yes, great, yes, great. a yeah. win. You can never really tell. You just throw it out there, and like, it's always those ones exactly. that you think are gonna do good don't, and the ones that you don't think are do well do great. Like, it's just like you can never tell, like at all. Yeah, with the algorithm, yeah. it's like it wants to be your friend or not. It's just you can never tell. Like, obviously, we our main thing is the podcast but connor cuts out little clips of the podcast every week just because they're yeah. so much more accessible for people to find us because Definitely. like absolutely just titling a podcast like the green death review it's like i don't want to watch that and shit so from the 70s stuff. we talk like, about all the news just like you guys obviously and like you know it, it's like a worthy clip but the clip will <laughs> literally maybe like eight times out of ten do better than the the actual podcast yeah. episode because it's just like it's a bite yeah it's clip, something i want to try and do more of it's just finding the time to try and get those clips it's done i need idea. to be yeah. and crispy more to do it you know <laughs> yeah that could be get the whip to get yeah, his finger you out you know be the actual video editors and we can be the uh the cliff editors you know yeah it's it's it's, it's just honest work you know someone's got to do it hard days work yeah um speaking of yeah you had a, a guest on sorry i tried to do a really good transition that really didn't fucking work there um uh, what I was trying <laughs> to get back to. Yeah, that's what matters. You right? had uh, on Who's There. Uh, I think it was your most recent one. I was listening to it today. Yes, um, this was great. The Doctor Who Am I guys you had on. Yeah. Um, which was which is awesome. That Did they reach out to you? Is that sort of the vibe I got? Or or did you reach I, out to them? I reached out to them because they both follow me on Twitter. Because right. like, I was going to... I'd already booked to see the film. So like I knew who they were, obviously. I've just looked from like... Historically, I knew Matthew anyway. But I got the follow for both of them, and I was like, "This isn't the people." And then I opened the Twitter, and it was like it was them. And I thought, "It's like, what? Why are they following me?" So then I just sent them both, shot both a message, and went, "Thanks for follow. Do you want an interview?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Let's do it." So <laughs> it just kind of, yeah, awesome. it, it was really weird. Like I hadn't really planned it, but because I was going to see the film, it just worked out well. And I was like, "Let's let's make it happen." Yeah, and it was great. And they said, I think they said in the episode, didn't they? It was like, you know, they were following. They said they were following influencers to try and push the film out. And I was like. Again, it's like kind of like a, and you picked me, like yeah. A, like a really kind of cool thing. Yeah, but right. I, I was really happy. It, it was it was funny that it was me they reached out to and not and not crispy. That was what surprised me. Yeah, Maybe right. They were looking for UK based, possibly. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but it, it was an awesome episode. And um, anyone, any listeners that haven't listened uh, to mm. who's there, what are you doing? Jump over that. Stop listening to us. We, we suck. <laughs> and go listen, no, listen to, to who's listen there. To both. They should listen spend fifty percent of their time watching you, fifty percent of their time watching us. Uh, I see what you did there. That's it. That was good. That I was good. That was good. I I was just gonna say with uh, the Doctor Who Am I episode, you convinced me within that episode to to buy the Blu-ray because I was like, you know, obviously Australians, (laughs) we haven't had the actual release, and they were there. They were saying, you know, most of their you know return from it is gonna be from the Blu-ray sales, and Mm -hmm. they were like, oh, and we're like pretty much a full independent production and i was like 
this Blu-ray is something that I'm gonna just keep putting off. Like I, I always wanted it, but I was like, I know I'm just gonna keep putting it off like until it's the right time to get it. Um, mm. But I was like, fuck it, I'm just getting it now. Mm. And we're um, and so hopefully in like a month, whenever you know things get to Australia, uh, I'll be able to watch it and uh, give press, you my thoughts. You know? Good press. Yeah, they yeah, did good, good press. press. They did. I'll tell yeah, you what, though, it was, it, it's been well received. Yeah. When you when you guys like have someone on like you know the who are my people. Are you still kind of like pinching yourself or like, do you get, do you get nervous about that kind of thing still? Cause I know you do a lot of live stuff as well. And I feel like live would just terrify me. I feel like, especially with this show where we have to cut out. Then you'll so be begging me stuff. to, Connor always gives me shit for cutting it out. And I'm like, I just think it I could just, come off the wrong way. Uh, like, you know, it must be, um, that's a bit of a two part question, but like, you know, it must be scary, like all around a little bit. I mean, God, you should have seen me the first time I did my first interview because the first <laughs> the first interview I did was a live one. I really didn't make it easy for myself. I interviewed oh, um, an actress called Damien Poitier, and he the guy that you probably know him best. He was uh, Thanos before Josh Brolin. He was Thanos in the end credit scene of the right. first Avengers film. Okay. He was he's big in yeah. Payday. He's one of the main characters in that. But he also that was his other like big thing that he that he played Thanos. And I was like, I'd spoken to him a few times via message, and then just kind of went never interviewed someone before this could be fun message him and he was like yeah sure and decided to make a live event out of it i was horrific <laughs> with nerves leading up to enduring it like the whole time i was just kind of said that i think I, I kept it hidden well but i was sat there just like because mm-hmm, there's yeah. no camera so i was very lucky on that front i had like a, a background of like of his payday character and just had us chatting over it right. um, yeah. but i was terrified and i i still I still get a bit nervous now, but I think I've... In- this sounds like such an ego thing. It's not. I think I've interviewed so many people at this point now that I'm better at controlling it. Like, I right. will get a bit nervous, like, in just, like, the immediate lead-up and just the initial start of the call. But once I'm talking to them, it's it's just, like, a general chat. I think I've got the kind of the vibe nailed, I think. I don't know. And with yeah. Matthew and Vanessa, it was, like, they were just, like, really chill people. It didn't feel so much like an interview as it did a chat, you know? It was it was a nice kind of vibe, and that's what we like to go for. It's, like, what I like to go for anyway, and it's... I think it came out well. I think yeah. so, anyway. No, I think so. I Hopefully. think it was great. I think Hopefully. you guys, you guys all had like natural chemistry between the four of you, and I think um, I, I know it was just yeah. a, it was a fun listen, and also like me being like a, a film guy myself, it was great to hear them and and their like story of how they they got it made over seven years. So, um, so yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? it took so long to make because that's what I was saying to them was that they really there was only a little shot of Jody in from the reveal like uh, for the Thirteenth Doctor's reveal clip in there, and then at one point later, someone was going, "I've got the latest Doctor's tattooed on my arm, Peter Capaldi," and I went. Hang on a minute. Hmm. I was thinking, wait, 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 what? Because one of the things they said was they were going to go to Gallifrey One um, and explore like the impact in the US. And I thought, well, Mandip Gill was at Gallifrey One earlier this year. Is it going to include that? And it turned out, no, it was Gallifrey One from like what 2015, 16, maybe from yeah. a while ago. So maybe, maybe not going to include Mandip Gill in that one. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be a surprise if they did. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll link all that stuff down below. And because uh, I really recommend you guys check it out because it is. It's an awesome podcast what you guys do, and I um, listen every week. It's a it's a good time. Oh, um, thank you guys. Yeah. When, when it comes to uh, live streaming, though, I'm really interested in like the whole like YouTube live versus Twitch stuff. I follow that all the time. Do you like? Do you? Would you say you prefer one? Because I feel oh. like people either have like people have their like. I know Twitch people are very like defensive about like staying on Twitch, and people who are on YouTube are very keen about staying on YouTube and doing it live there, but. Do you have a preference, would you say? Uh, 
it, it's difficult because I, I streamed on YouTube for like about two or three years because I wanted to keep everything on the one platform. It was kind of like, you know, focus right. on building up the one thing. And I tried out Twitch and I don't know, I feel like Twitch works better as a live streaming platform because I, I just, well, there's, there's little bits like stream delay and things like that that just work much better on Twitch. And I think the way, like, I think people yeah, are more inclined that, yeah. to support via like subs and stuff on Twitch. I think like the super chats and stuff are good on YouTube, but I don't, it might just be my experience, but I don't know if people really are as inclined to support a YouTube live stream as they are a Twitch because Twitch is more of that streamer culture of supporting streamers, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. But there's more merit to streaming on YouTube than people make out. When I switched to Twitch, loads of my audience were like, oh God, thank God you got rid of YouTube streaming. I was like, it's not that bad. <laughs> and it, it's gotten better in recent years for sure. Like when we stream on YouTube for the podcast, it's it's good fun. I don't, I think there's, there's pluses to both of them personally. Well, I, I, I yeah. think, and, and you'll obviously have a better answer than I for this, but like, from an outsider's perspective, it, it seems like streaming the podcast uh, who's there has sort of been one of the things that has made it gain a lot more traction recently. Like, like obviously the power of the doctor the stream went, doctor went really stream, well yeah. and, and stuff mm. like that. So I guess, yeah, yeah. that helped a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Cause they do, they do do relatively well. There's been a couple of episodes that didn't do as well live, but then afterwards they gain more views. Like they tend to get more attention. Mm. But we, I, I said that to, to Chris from the start. I was kind of like, right, when Power of the Doctor comes out, let's make it work that we do a live episode as soon as we can afterwards. And he was like, that's going to be a struggle for my sleep schedule, but let's plan it out. Because he got up at like was it five or six in the morning to watch the episode and then do the live episode Would right after. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah tough, so eh? it was, it was, it took a lot of planning, but I was like, I feel like this will be good for the podcast if you can do it. It might give us a nice little boost. Because he said to me, he was like, we'll try and get to a thousand subs by the end of the year. And I was like, it's not going to happen. Let's get like 700, 800. We'll be fine. And we're mm, on like... Yeah. 1200 nearly now it it really Killing did it. it kicked us up and it was great it was a really nice thing to see because you know we've put a lot of effort into it and it's nice to see it kind of getting a bit of bit of traction for it it's nice it's a nice rewarding yeah. feeling no it's awesome it's great to see you guys succeeding and it's um yeah look forward to to whatever's next with it um oh we've got, we've got plans we've got plans <laughs> oh well <laughs> i i don't know if you should have plans troy because fuck connor we didn't tell him what we he we should have we probably what? should have like is he you know wait, wait, you can't listen troy, what's, you can't miss out troy, what's going on what's, 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 what's happening lads what's going on wait what troy you've you've died no when you're, oh shit no. troy fuck i'm so sorry no. i should have told you at the start of the recording troy you're no. you're dead can't keep can't keep a straight face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just laughing just away. Just slumped like, the beat. He started well, smiling. Such is life, you know. Such Troy, is life, you know. Troy, how smiling did you die? In death. That's the way you want to be, you know. <laughs> oh god. How did you die, Troy? I don't. I don't. How would how would I die? Probably that. like just from like a heart attack from fangirling over it. Have you seen my my freakouts over the pale waves thing? Oh, of the weekend? we've lost our camera. Sorry, so, you were saying about how you died. Passed. Oh yeah, no, I was just saying. Prob probably. probably <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's just no, dead. You passed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nah, you guys can find out better than I can. Clearly, go for it. How would I die? Go on. <laughs> like, I reckon I was gonna say editing, like for fucking. You just said till like six a.m. That's no, that's just, a much better answer. Just, just that's drop, a much better answer. Just drop dead on the keyboard. Yeah, like, you know, it just that can happen. Staying I'm up. sure it's happened. I felt to like that when I was doing the Doctor Who my interview. So yeah, honestly, valid. Yeah. valid. There you go. There you go. That's, It'll that's be like, like Crispy will send you like a corrupt file or just something that's gonna take you hours, and then just instant 
instant heart failure. Your pot vials fall on you. Massive, that's it. Massive power behind uh, you. asked you. me to keep this cupboard open. I, that's what I was saying to you before we started recording this. I feel like most people from who's there have not seen the open cupboard because I haven't opened it since the early days of the podcast. I'm sorry, Troy. You've you got to go somehow so it's the pops that are going to crush you, right? So that's, that's why we have to keep it open. <laughs> that, do you know what? That so, would be fitting. That would be fitting, go. honestly. This is who's be buried with, you know. Had to yeah. have to somehow. Being crushed under them like <laughs> who's be buried too with many Every pops. single Doctor Who pop. Job done. <laughs> that is a good but place. It's topical. That is, that's topical. a good flex. It is okay. a good flex, but it's also not a good flex for how little money I have. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we'll run my with... room is evidence of this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll run with crushed to death by pops. All right, that's your that's your death. Yeah, Fitting. valid. I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> Troy, what do you think happens when you die? We're getting deep. So deep. I, I, th- I thought about this, and I want to reference a very very wise man. Oh, okay. Peter Capaldi. Have Bradley you ever heard Walsh. of Have you ever heard of the, the wise man known as Keanu Reeves? Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. Because he was once asked what he thinks happens after we die, and he said, "I know that the ones who love us will miss us." And I think Aww. there's no better way to answer it than that. I love it. That's, and that's beautiful. Lovely. That's right. beautiful. So yeah. I'm, I'm stealing his quote, but I love that. I remember seeing because like he did that in like a, it was a talk show interview, and then as soon as he said it, the whole audience just clapped. The talk show host shook his hand. He was like, "You know what? That's fine. We're leaving that there." Yeah, like, I've seen that. That's just the best. He, he yeah. took like five seconds to think it up and went, "Going with this." Like I don't know how he did that. That was such what a, a beautiful way to answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, never fear, because regardless of what happens, there's a heaven. In this world, at least, <gasps> in this in this uh, podcast, in the fifty percent podcast world, there's a heaven. Are you Death telling me I've been sent to heaven? You've been <laughs> yes, you you, you have been heaven it. sent, confirmed. Ah. And, and the people ah, just insert that CSI music <laughs> in the background. <laughs> the uh, the people oh, of of fifty percent heaven, they want to talk to you, Troy. They want to find out some valuable information from you, Saint Aidan and Saint Connor. That's us. We're, that's us at the pearly like, gates. Yeah. Some angel wings. <laughs> <with our halos. laughs> um, and oh, what we want to know, we want to know about your life through Doctor Who. Incredible. Very right? well. We want to know everything mm. about it. So, you know, we sit here in our little heaven. It's like, a, what's the episode? Dark Water? Yeah. And, and like there's the office and it's the white walls and yeah, like Missy and, everywhere. and that comedian guy. Yep. They're like talking to all the people. That's us right now in the, in the purgatory of... of 50% heaven. Okay. We have we have a list of questions to find out your life through Doctor Who. Connor, would you like to take it away? Absolutely. So, first question is, what was the first episode of Doctor, you, Doctor Who that you ever saw? That was Smith and Jones. Ooh. Series 3 opener. That's a, a good pretty, one. I feel that's a pretty good jumping on point. I, I agree. That's a pretty good Definitely. starting point. Yeah. Yeah, you it's, got... it's better than it's better than Crispy's <laughs> James Corden. I know. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> yes, of course, believe he's, I can't believe he started with Corden. I will never quite get over that. No. Um, <laughs> painful. Painful. No, I I don't know why I never jumped on with Doc Two in series one and two. There was there was some kind of reason or something, but I just kind of saw the the adverts for series three, and it was a bit moment. Was like we should watch Doctor Who. We should we should get started on this. We just jumped on with series three, and then within the this course, I think it was just after series three finished, we watched one and two. Like back to back, pretty much, right. and then by the time series four came around, we were just fully on board and so, have been since. Okay, cool. And so you rewatch season one and two after season. You watch season three after. Uh, sorry, it's so season three, and then you watch season one and two. As far as I remember, yeah, I'm not sure if we started yeah. watching one and two in the middle of three. I think it was after we finished finished watching three personally, but I might yeah, be wrong. Right. What was your thoughts on Smith and Jones after you watched it? It's such a good opener. I think it's one of the like the the more underrated like jumping on points for Doctor Who. Yeah. Because like that's the first point we haven't you haven't got Rose, so like it's a good like new companion jumping on point because companions are meant to be like the surrogates for the audience, right? Of course. Yeah, so yeah, I feel like yeah. 
like it, not not necessarily the best the best jumping on points can often be with new doctors but i think it's arguably sometimes better to jump on with a new companion because you're seeing you know an established doctor possibly with like a new companion is seeing how they respond to that and getting used to that world. And David Tennant was already fully in his element by the start of series three. Yeah. So you get to kind of see him on top form. Cause no. like, he's obviously they spend a while getting used to their character. Right. And I feel like by series three, Tennant was like fully formed as 10. Sometimes Absolutely, doctors yeah. may take longer or, or shorter, but he was like by series three, he knew who his doctor was and it was a, like a straight trajectory right through. I feel like, yeah, definitely. No, that's good. I think it's that a, is a really cool place to start. Actually. And not too many people, I think, start on Smith and Jones. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've heard too many people say that that was their first episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Unlike yeah. we're just we're unoriginal Rose. Rose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's we're so unoriginal. Oh, everyone's but, Rose. One of those. Yeah, it has to be done. You know, like. <laughs> one of those people. Ugh. Troy, do you, do you like being scared? Mm, depends on the context, I suppose. Well, my bank is... balance scares me most days, and that's not good. <laughs> What is what is? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm here all night. What's the scariest episode of Doctor Who you've ever seen? This is difficult, but the one I the one that came to mind when I was going because I've literally I've that's why I keep my my camera probably occasionally go white because I've got the answer. I thought about these for ages, like the way I was going to answer these. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to pick out for this the Impossible Astronaut. The reason being, the Silence are like one of my favorite monsters. But as a kid, I was like, cool. How old was I? Ten. It was just before I turned 11, I think, when Series 6 started. So, like, the silence were, like, proper creepy monsters. And Definitely, I found them, like, yeah. really unnerving. My mum did as well. And I remember, it was the only time I remember in, like, the newspapers the day after that, like, the broadcast, everyone was like, Doctor Who introduces monsters that makes everyone actually hide behind their sofas again. Like, it was a yeah. big thing in the UK. It was like, they've introduced, like, a proper creepy monster that's even, like, creeping the weep- Weeping Angels. So, it kind of stands out to me because it was a really cool monster design and it kind of sticks as a kind of a a creepy uncomfortable one so i'd probably say that i don't know man i i think the silence are pretty forgettable uh, 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 wow. leave wow. wow i'm here all night this is this is stand up the silence yeah i'm bit, the guest that's telling you to leave I, I just i'm in control <laughs> yeah just, just yes yeah, hang up on the zoo yeah i'm, I'm scared one small i think step i'm gonna get one giant leap for podcast kind <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked off the podcast. It's a great, it's a great pick. I, I think. am. It's a great pick. I'm worried because I'm going to New Zealand in January and we're having. I'm being replaced for three weeks, and I feel That's like true, yeah. I'm gonna be out of the job when I come back. I think. Yeah, you I might buy me. Not, might <laughs> yeah. It's just actually me. I just pop up there with next. Troy's got two pods. Might not invite him back on the show. You well, never three know. now. Yeah, I have three. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> three. God. Uh, what's next, I'm just, Connor? I'm adding them like infinity stones. That's all it is. You know. <laughs> all right. This is a great one. All right. Which episode makes you cry the most? Ooh. That's a great question. And that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. It's an emotional yeah. show. Well, do you cry a lot, that's, Troy? Yes. Very yes. easily. When I he cried sees at the, the end of the new account. Sonic game. Like, Is that another I'm, bank I'm, account I'm, joke? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I will easily cry at things. Like I was just saying, I, I cried at the end of the newest Sonic game. Like, I will cry at the end of a TV show or a film if I'm, like, a little bit attached to a character and something sad happens. Like, mm-hmm. it's very easy for me to do that. But I, it has to be end of time. Purely okay. because of how distraught I was over David leaving. Right. Like, I did not stop crying for a long time. I was just completely inconsolable. I was pretty bad with Power of the Doctor, to be fair. Jodie's hit me quite hard, but End of Time is definitely, like, peak for emotion, I would say. Mm. Um, yeah. It's a it's an Clark, emotional rollercoaster, that quite one. sad as well. The- There's that from Face the Raven. That was that I, was quite sad. I don't know. We were talking about Clara's one with Crispy because obviously that's the episode that Crispy was on. Yeah, um, it is I indeed. Think... I have heard it, and I heard him mocking me on it. And I didn't appreciate it. 
That Christopher, I, um, my God. I, that guy. That guy. I, uh, oh, that yeah. guy, he's a funny bugger, he is. Oh. <laughs> I think I said on it, like, I didn't get too emotionally... Because I, I love Clara, but when she died, I think just because it was just a raven, like, stabbing her, I think I was like... I don't know, I didn't feel the, the emotions too much. I feel it more in Hellbent, weirdly, but yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, I've got an image now of a raven just pulling out a knife and stabbing Clara. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Just flies, <laughs> just flies through. Let me yeah. be brave. Raven flies over, just ching. <laughs> yeah, that at the time of that, yeah, come on, like absolute tearjerker. Yeah, like, not well, a dry funny eye enough, in the house. The, so good. The, the thing with that as well was my mum and I did a full rewatch of Doctor Who during like the lockdown in 2020. We did some of the watch longs and went, let's just rewatch the whole show. Yeah, and right. face the raven second time round really hit her more than me. Like, right. I obviously knew where it was going. I think she'd kind of forgotten the, how the, the Clara thing finished up. And she was, like, she was gone. Like, she was, like, pretty bad with, the, like, emotions for that. Like, that really hit her. And I was like, Jeez. she remember quite how this switch, but no, I had no idea. This is really, really sad. Like, it really got her. Yeah. So that was an interesting an interesting angle. I say I say it's funny, but I guess in a way it's not. But it, it's funny how different people respond to emotions, right? Like, different people will cry. Yeah. <laughs> You're things, crying. Ha ha, you win. But end of time, that's a good one. I think, um, especially mm. uh, like it, it's a roller coaster the whole way there with like the David and Wilf stuff yeah. over Earth. Like, oh man, and, and that scene now takes on a whole new lease of life, doesn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so which episode is regarded as terrible, but you you don't care, you love it. It's your it's your little love. I, there's an answer I really wanted to give here, but like I said to you, I was trying to pick different answers for different episodes, and I feel like. Um, the one I want to pick, which anyone who's seen me on Who's There will probably know what I'm going to pick. I'm going to save for a later question. Okay. I'm yeah. not going to say what it is. You might know what it is, but I'm going to save it. Um, mm. I'm going to say Lazarus Experiment for this one. Okay. Because when I was a kid, that was literally my favorite episode of the show. I watched it right. so many times. There was something about it that I just found really cool. The concept just like the monster that, that he kept like changing into and just like kind of the... The kind of the battle between Lazarus and the Doctor that I just love that kind of power dynamic. I thought that was a really interesting angle. And yeah. everyone dunks on the CGI, but I never, it never bothered me. Like mm. it, looking back on it now, it's goofy. But like for 2007, was it really as bad as people make out? I, I don't think so. Personally, yeah, I really I was back in the day. Yeah, Mark's scripts are always like they're never really that great, but they're well, always just so fun. You know, it's not a Mark script though. It's a Mark starring Stephen Greenhorn, oh. who wrote Doctor's Daughter. Oh shit! Maybe Connor should leave oh, this podcast. God. I think that's nah, but, what's going just on. Give me your, dude, oh, I'm just, this is I'm seventeen so DVDs, man. You're talking to. Like, that's, that's how crispy refers to me. Well, this is seventeen like, DVDs. So you said Mark. We should, we should probably explain that for anyone who doesn't you know. know. We should probably explain that, shouldn't we? Yeah, you go. So we did a questions and quizzes episode of the podcast really early on, one of our weaker episodes. Sadly, <laughs> go watch it. Um, <laughs> but no, no, no. So crispy had like a couple of like Doctor Who trivia quizzes. And he was like, he was trying to test my knowledge. Cause he's like, I feel like you know a lot of stuff. There might be some stuff you don't know. And then he literally came up with, in the episode Blink, how many DVDs were there? Blah. blah. And before I even finished the question, I went 17. And he went, there were three options. I went 17. He's like, yep. Just like <laughs> that was like a perfect example of how much needless Doctor Who knowledge is in my brain. That I I'll, just knew uh, that without even getting the options. I was like 17 DVDs, the 17. <laughs> I, without raining on your parade, Troy, you know you you're far better at that stuff than me in general. Like you would quotes, like you are. I knew that one. When he asked it, I was like, fucking 17. So I was like, I've, I've got this one. But it's like, you, you're so good at quotes. Like, you men- like, we'll mention a scene, and then you're like, oh, this is the entire page of dialogue that happened in that scene. Mm. <laughs> do you want to try it and see if I can oh really my- show myself up? 
what does uh, what does the doctor say in the Oval Office in the Impossible Astronaut when um, that's a good one? What does he need when when they ask? Do you know the scene I'm talking about? He needs a SWAT a SWAT team ready to mobilize uh, a, a street level of maps covering all of Florida, a pot of coffee, twelve Jammy Dodgers, and a fez. I think there that's the wrong order. That is pretty good, actually. Shit, <laughs> it's scary. Wow. It's, <laughs> it's gonna... the maps covering all of Florida first. SWAT, SWAT team, yeah, forget it. It's that's the stuff. It's in that order. It's a pass from us. That, wow. that was a, that's a win. Yeah. That's a win. That is Get nice. him his maps. That. <laughs> so, what episode did you used to love but doesn't hold up anymore for you? This this was hard because like there's a lot of episodes that I just really like, and there's only a couple I'm not that big on. Um, so it's not necessarily that I don't think it doesn't hold up anymore, but maybe on reflection, isn't quite my favorite the way it used to be. Another one I used to really love was the Idiot's Lantern. Right. I don't, and that was a Mark Gattis script, that, that one. Mark. So that was... <laughs> yeah, now that, that one was Mark. And give me that one. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that at the time. Maybe it was my, the subconscious inspiration for my hair without realising the little pompadour. I mean, it was it was meant to be the lead singer of Bastille, but maybe it goes back as far as, as Ten in Idiot's Lantern. Who knows? Um, but I loved that story as a kid. I watched it a lot. And I we used to make the joke with my mum constantly where everyone's food just always go, hungry! Because it was just like an easy <laughs> reference thing for The Wire. But looking back on it, it's like, it's, it's a very... It's it's fine. It's not like a bad episode, but it's not like a, a stellar episode. There's good elements to it, but looking back, I'm like, maybe not quite as, as special as I made it when I was a kid, I feel like. Yeah, fair. It's a bit of fun. Speaking of special... It's good fun, yeah, yeah. What is an episode that means the most to you? Not because of the episode itself, but because of the memories associated with it. And this is where I back my boy. This is where I back Love of Monsters. Because that oh. would have been the episode that I love and I don't care about it, but I was like... It's better used here, and the reason being is there's lots of things involving my mum at this point. But when we watched that episode, that was what got me into uh, ELO, because a big thing about about right. um, Elton's character was he loved ELO and, and like mm-hmm. all the songs that were playing right the way through in Mr. Blue Sky. And not long after we'd seen that episode, it must it must have been just after series three finished. To be fair, cause I think it was the summer after that. But we went on holiday to the other the other coast of the UK or by like Whitby Scarborough. If you know where they are, you probably don't. Um, and my mum found like a CD of like ELO's greatest hits. She bought it, you put it on the car, and we were like blasting Mr. Blue Sky going down like the seafront. And it was like a really nice kind of like memory associated with that because I loved that album. We kept listening to it on loop and it was all because of Love and Monsters. And yeah. that's kind of like our comfort episode. It's one that we both love. I like we don't care for any of like the issues people have with it. I think it's yeah. a great episode start to finish. And it's a nice little childhood memory, just loving that and having those kind of ELO memories. I think that's quite sweet. So that's you and Connor have such a great episode. Yeah. You guys have more in common than I like. Well, that's literally the same Love for me. Love and Monsters like, is so good, man. It's so and good. You know what? Like, the sooner I, the society so accepts it, the, the sooner we can evolve. You <laughs> literally know? the it's same, like that, though. That's that society if meme, you know? And it's like everything's yeah. the future society. If, if everyone accepted that Love and Monsters was good, think of where we'd be. Think <laughs> yeah, of where I, we'd be. A terrible place. I got into electric light no, orchestra. No, that's through... Fear Hair. Fear Hair is terrible. Yeah, Fear Hair is from terrible. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got into them as well through the episode, so that's literally like a big thing for me as well like with that episode that's why i love it so much as well because it's just like yeah it's just you know it's just it's they're just a banging group you know you also really like the the pavement joke at the end don't you of course yeah that's that's the only thing i'm not major on i I didn't realize it was that joke at the time and now i've looked back i'm like Dude. Okay. Uh, yeah i i really just think it's um really fun and yeah i'll always love it yeah i got a pretty high score i'm pretty sure yeah like fucking seven or six or something like that pretty I, high I think Probably I gave it like I give it an eight or a nine or I don't five. care I think it's great yeah. also I love Mark Warren I bet, I bet you you right. two have never seen a show called Mad Dogs yes I have no the UK one yes yeah 
Because we were massively into oh, Life on Mars. Oh, I love you. Oh, that's beautiful. We it love was Life like on a... Mars, so I'll it's just like leave. the same cast oh, as yes, Life on Mars. Oh, yes, yes. Philip Glenister needs to be in so. Doctor Who. How has Philip Glenister not been in Doctor Dude, Who yet? Yeah, he's amazing, yes. That's, um... His brother's been in. Robert Glenister was in. He was, um, he was Edison. But Philip Glenister, no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, that was like... Um... That got like fast track to uh, UK TV back in the day, and again because we were big Life on Mars fans, it was just like, you know, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of the funniest, funniest shows. Like I, I never thought I'd yeah. see a short guy in a Tony Blair mask shoot someone at a party in in Mallorca. <laughs> like it was, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. And like just saying that, you're probably like, what? That's what? the show. It's just like a, yeah. it's just like a really dark comedy drama thing with Philip Glenister, John Sim, who we all we all know and love. Mark Warren and not Woody Allen. What's his name? His character's called Woody. That's why I'm thinking of Woody Allen. Max Beasley, I think. Max is Beasley, his name? isn't it? Yeah, Max yeah, Beasley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a drummer as well. They had about four series, well. and it's, it's just so good. They go on a holiday and basically get wrapped up in some, like, drug cartel mafia stuff, and it's just, it's like a proper dark comedy thing. It's so, so good. I've been trying to look up how to rewatch it, so I'm going to probably buy the box set at some point soon. That's it was just, on, uh, it's it on uh, Britbox in Australia. I don't know if it's on... Do you guys have Brickbox in the UK? We are just pausing for a minute while I look on Brickbox. If I find that Mad Dogs is on there and I didn't know, I'm, I'm going sure to scream. That's, I don't know if it's different with all the streaming rights in Australia and stuff. But that's, Wait, what? That's, I don't know if it's I different. I can't in... connect to Brickbox. Why oh. can I not connect to Brickbox? I was reading Brickbox is like getting owned by like ITV now. It's like merging or something. Oh, there we go. I don't know what's going oh, on there. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. The ITVX thing is very weird. It is weird. Mad Dogs yeah. is not on Brickbox in the UK. You've uh, hurt my feelings. No. This, we said it's only Australia. Good. I could just VPN it then, surely. There you yeah. go. Everyone yeah. has a good VPN. Oh. We, well, we there you do. go. I know what I'm doing later. Thanks for that, lads. Appreciate it. Woo! And if, if a certain Nord VPN ever wants a sponsor, <laughs> so to sponsor you us, you can watch Mad Dogs well, I'm here. I'm using Surfshark, so either, either of them, either of them, you know, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Hit us up. Surfshark such a that's definitely a, a UK one. I know all these like UK YouTubers who like I didn't. promote Surfshark. Yeah, it was from a promo. It was like, I'll like, oh, get two years for for this plus like for like thirty pound or something plus three months free. And I was like, eighty three percent off. I was like, ah, screw it. Thirty years for two, thirty pounds for two years of a VPN. I'll do that. Whatever. Yeah. Everyone needs one. Everyone. Hit us, Connor. Okay, so which episode has the best? ending this is a hard Ooh, one i feel is. like i don't even know if i could answer that yeah like the rest of the episode doesn't need to be great just oh, just the ending hard. that is hard mm. Mm. i don't know if you can see where i'm going with this one because it's it's an episode that i have defended or not defended or, or read about for its cliffhanger mm-hmm. if i say that do you can you have a guess of where i'm going to go i want to see if you might know cliffhanger cliffhanger what episode has a great cliffhanger corner uh that uh rise of the Cybermen. But they're not going to guess it, hanger. listeners. They're not going to guess uh, it. I don't give think. us an error. Give, give us a what? What like what doctor? <sighs> if I, say, if I feel like if I give you the era, you're going to know it immediately. But I'll go for it, Jodie's. It's in Jodie's. Is it? Um, Spyfall. I know this in the Spyfall. In, in your podcast. Spyfall. Yeah. Yep. I am such a fan of that Spyfall cliffhanger. I mm. just. There's several reasons to it. One was that, and I've said this before, like I wasn't like as as hooked on Jodie's era to begin with, especially series eleven, because it was it just felt so detached. Like I'm rewatching it a minute and I'm loving it a lot more, but because it was so detached at the time, I was like, I like Jodie, not so sure about the angle of going with no classic monsters, blah blah blah. Mm. And then they brought in this master reveal that was out of nowhere because it had been leaked apparently ages before the episode, and I just missed it. Like yeah. now with, with the Doctor Who podcast, I'm so in tune with everything. My phone would probably pop up and tell me the master leaked in Spyfall, but at the time nothing popped up my way, so I had no idea. So we mm. did this reveal, 
And I was like, it's the master. What's going on? What's happening? And it was like a cliffhanger. Where I was like, I genuinely, I cannot wait for the next episode. And because Jodie hadn't done any cliffhangers for a while, it had been like the first proper shock cliffhanger in years. Because the last one prior to that was the John Sim reveal in Well's Enough and Time, which, as you've no doubt documented, was revealed by the BBC. <laughs> yeah. Not ahead of time. And funny enough, I'm sorry to my mum, was that when Mr. Razor appeared on screen, within two seconds, my mum went, that's John Sim. Yeah. I would not have clocked it. I, I would not have clocked it, but she literally immediately went, that's John Sim with face prosthetics. And I went, oh, you're kidding me. It is, isn't it? And I, literally yeah. I didn't know like, the oh, whole time. That's the funniest yeah. thing. Like, yeah. you knew instantly. Yeah, I think I messaged you. you were like, it was so dumb. You could so tell it was John Sim. And I was like, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I was such I a fucking no idea. idiot. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I, like, I should just, have known oh. that. It's like, I've said another one was with House of Gucci. She wanted me to watch that film. And I had no idea it was about like the mate, I can't remember his name, but the guy getting assassinated in the Gucci yeah. film. I had no idea he'd even been assassinated. I don't follow Gucci stuff. So she was yeah. like trying to pitch the film to me. And I was like, Lady Gaga and Adam Driver are in it. That's enough for me. I like Adam Driver. And she was yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's about like him getting assassinated. And I was like, he gets assassinated? She's like, yeah, yeah. I went, oh, so it's going to focus on that? She went, yeah, sure. And then it's a two and a half hour film that culminates in him being shot. Mm. I was like, you could have not told me that. And it would have completely changed my perspective of the film. She was like, everyone knows this. And I was like, well, I didn't. I didn't yeah. know this. I don't. I can't remember Maybe if I knew when gone. I watched it, but it's yeah. I didn't. I didn't rate it that much as a spoilers, movie. Spoilers, I guess. Yeah, spoilers for House but of Gucci. Apparently, everyone else knew this, Gucci. so it probably isn't. Because I said this to Crispy, and he was like, "You didn't know that?" And I was like, "No, I didn't have a clue." <laughs> all all so. you Gucci fans out there, I'm, I'm so sorry if we if we spoiled House of Gucci. That's father son. Yeah, everyone Gucci. crying to their Gucci belts. Um, <laughs> so um, so yeah, Spyfall. I just and I love Sasha Dawn's master. He might be my favorite master. He's very. I good. don't know. He's, he's, very he's, he's like John Sim's manic energy, but turned up even more. I feel like he's got like a little bit more of a manic edge than even John Sim did. I just love Sasha as a person. I think his personality is amazing, and it comes across the master perfectly. And the the like the reaction of Jodie and just the cliffhanger of her being taken away and the plane going to crash. I mean, most of the time with Doctor Who cliffhangers, you're always like, well, they're gonna find some way to get out of it. They always do. But it's one of those cliffhangers where you're like, I really don't know how they're going to get out of this. Like, yeah. how are you gonna stop a plane without a cockpit from crashing? How is that gonna work? So it was a. <laughs> It was an interesting one, but I, I loved that cliffhanger. I thought it was just astonishing. So in terms of endings, like that's the first ending that came to mind. So like that was one where it was like, wow, like that's that's something special. Yeah, I remember I really rated it as well at the yeah, time. Chibnall it's... Zero mm. had some like really great reveals, like and just some. Chibnall Zero is just really you know? good. Mm. People yeah. need to stop sleeping on it. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the story. Yeah, that's why we're really looking forward to our rewatch because um, I wasn't a huge fan of like season eleven particularly, so really excited to see when we get there next again. year. Yeah, yeah, very keen, very keen. Uh, what hey, if you is... do returning guests, I'll have no excuse. Oh, I won't take any excuse to talk about Jody lads. I'll take any excuse. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, more than welcome. It'll be cool to have you on on a review episode because what's weird this is the first time we've had a guest on but we've yeah, not, not been reviewing, reviewing something. something yeah, yeah. Um, oh, i'm yeah. on it i'm on it yeah i'm, I'm a <laughs> template aren't i for this for this for this uh new new show yeah so audience if this worked and you are enjoying this let us know in the comments and we'll do more we're going to be running out of episodes soon and we got like there's only three seasons <laughs> left like, one so. more one more season with peter and then just jody's era and then that's it and we've already episodes, we so. reviewed live revolution onwards so yeah so we've done all flux and and the yeah. specials and all that so mm-hmm. yeah so yeah this is the stuff we're gonna be doing more of Exactly. So, Just yeah. little fun things. Little, little fun, fun things. All right. So um, other podcast yeah. is like ideas. <laughs> yeah, we're stealing this direct <laughs> we from did, Brett. We did that with who's there. We had like about ten or fifteen episodes planned out from like twenty onwards, and then as we started to get towards him, we were like. Wait, what else are we going to do after this? Like, we, yeah, need, what, we need to plan again. Do do? So, like, we managed to plan up until just after Christmas, but we're going to have to have another chat soon. It's just, 
Yeah. Trying to come up with ideas, lads, it's hard sometimes, you know? You want, you want to do things that will pop, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we talked about a great ending, but what about a great opening? Ooh. What's the best, like, cold open, pre-title sequence, or, or that kind of thing? What do you rate? Stolen Earth. Oh, I, that's the that's the correct I, answer. I shit you not. Because I thought about that at work today. That is exactly what I would have said. Wow. Yeah, shit. I mean, look, like you can't. That is like the culmination of an entire era, like in a better way than any showrunner has done it. Because well, that was that was more just the way Rusty Davies worked. Obviously, Moffat and Chibnall. Chibnall's kind of was a big collective thing, but it didn't have unique segments in it as much. Maybe with Flux, but Yaz was right the way through. There weren't really any any break off points in Chris Chris's era. It kind of all mm. was one big thing in a way. With Russell's, you know, you had nine and Rose, then ten and Rose, ten and Martha separately, ten and Donna separately. So there were these kind of distinct chapters. And then they were all brought back together for Stolen Earth. And just yeah. getting to see three shows that I was watching concurrently. Well, maybe not as much a Torchwood because I was really young. But I was seeing like bits of like all of them. Seeing them all come together in the main show for a Dalek threat was just like so good. There was so, like It goes beyond the opening to it. It's the whole setup of the episode, really. In particular, Elizabeth Sladen's reaction to hearing the Daleks. The yes. way she breaks down oh. is like that. It's like, one of the best acting moments in Doctor Who. Very Period. good. Amazing. Very good. You know what always gets me in, in Stolen Earth about Liz Sladen? Um, and, and this is like, I think it's the ending. It's like the second last shot or something. Uh, but when the Daleks like come at her and she goes, I'm sorry. Ah! So and they good. zoom in and it's such like a classic Doctor Who, like zooming in on Liz Sladen. Yeah, there's a bit of a like, classic zoom in, isn't it? She's like, woohoo. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and like the fact that like, you know, it's one of those things where no one's actually just going to sit there and go, oh, but that's what they did in Classic Who, right? Like, they would always just, like, mm. close their eyes and, and, like, oh, I'm being threatened. And they, um, yeah, I really rated how it was, like, a homage to, to her time on in the 70s, I think. And speaking of her, shout out to Sarah Jane Adventures, now on BBC iPlayer again. Correct, oh, yeah, you heard it here first. Troy doing the, no- yeah. the news better than we can. Thanks for breaking the news. There net. you go. Well, I was like, hey, you got to mention the news. Got to mention the news. There you go. That's it. That's, oh, it. that's our that. clip. Just that's, 15 that's, seconds. Yeah, there you go. Thank that. you for there that. There you go. Oh, we'll make it, make it to a clip properly. You know. Talk about Sarah Jane Adventures. What do we like about Sarah Jane Adventures? Come on, lads. Come well, on. <laughs> Troy, I can't giving you a YouTube video here. Come on, roll me, roll me, roll me. Now, that is on Britbox, I think, actually. Is it? Well, because I don't have it. I think it is. It was one of the only reasons I still had it. It was that and the thick of it. And now I'm like, well. How much do I love Capaldi? Hmm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> a lot, I, I'd hope. Yeah. Yes, think of it as like my other favourite TV show behind it's Doctor Who. I feel like I will watch that endlessly, so I'll probably still keep Redbox. It's but very good. It's nice that Sergio Adventures is more accessible again. I like that. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, wanting Torchwood to... Torchwood got that treatment. Once yeah. we run out of episodes of, of Doctor Who, I think then we're going we to start Sarah doing Jane some to, Sarah Jane episodes. And um, I think I'll buy Absolutely. the DVD, like the box set though, because I've got like all the rest of Doctor Who. Like I'm, I, mm. I'm not just going to... I don't know, it'll probably be on like Disney Plus then, because... You, you'll never oh, experience the Disney Plus Australia. Imagine if they did Steelbooks for Sarah Jane. Oh. Um, that would be... I don't think they'd do that. I'd, I, I'd love they them to. Not, they won't do that, but imagine yeah. if they did. Yeah. Oh, that would be very that'd good. That'd be delicious. But you can get them on Etsy. I've seen them there. Yeah, but. you can get custom Steelbooks on Etsy, to be fair. That's a good point. Like, mm. I got the pop I showed you earlier. Mm, yes. Mm. There you go. Do you want to show it mm. off? Because Oh, are you saving that for go, your point? Yeah, go on. I kind of want to. Yeah, look at that. Go on. It's Yaz. Wow. Oh, the doctor. She's actually got a gun. I don't know if you saw that, but she's got a gun. Wow. That's great. It was, people it was funny because the, the girl, uh, Nicole, from an Etsy account called Pops and Pieces, um, she was like, we were talking about it because she had a version. I think it was from Ranscore. And like, I was like, I want to power the doctor version. I like designed the box to send her. I was like, I really want it because I've seen so many boxes. I want to design one like the way I want. So she was like, yeah, sure. Buy, buy a template, make it and send it my way. But we talked about it. And we were planning out like how to do the Yaz outfit. And it was like one with a leather jacket, be good. She went, there's this one. She went, don't worry, I'll remove the gun. And I went, 
Hang on, no chest of gold in the episode. Keep that. That works. Yeah. Keep the gold. No, that's that's cool. fine. That kind of fits the vibe. So, yeah. but it's it's beautiful because I wanted that to go with the the San Diego Comic Con 13 one because I've got that signed by Jody. And I, I hate that we haven't got a Yazpot. So I was like, I'll get this. When next time Mandip goes to a con, I'll get her to sign it and then they can go together and it'll be a nice little yeah. pairing. And it'll be so extra special because she'll be goal. like, I've never seen this one before. This is a yeah, new original. Exactly. I don't, I don't and, know if she keeps track, then, but. <laughs> Imagine, and then she looks at the box and goes, "This box is really cool." I go, "Thanks, I designed it myself." Thanks yeah. very much. Yeah, very <laughs> cool. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, one so. day we'll get people actually. So Sarah Jane is very Perth. cool. And actually, I, be able to meet them. Every con, I, I check like the listing, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, there's a yeah, there's a comic book, art, book artist. I don't read comics. We met oh, Arthur though. That's cool. Yeah, Arthur Darville came. Why didn't you there's... go to uh, to Supernova one to see Alex Kingston? Did you go to that? We're, so it wasn't in Perth. Yeah. yeah, we're in Perth, which is a five-hour flight from over east, which is where Crispy and and and, <laughs> and? and well, oh, I'm hearing excuses, lads. What's going on? We should do a vlog where we like for a weekend just go and like film like a really action-packed vlog. If, if they the got a doctor over mm-hmm. east. Then I would consider going over for it. That's valid. Yeah, I get that. Right, our parents would look Where was Chris Frackleston? Like, he was at an Australian con earlier this Chris year. Chris was there, was... but I didn't know till after that he was there because I obviously don't really check check those that much. Um, Crispy was the same. He was like, oh, Chris Frackleston's coming to a con later in the year and then he was there two weeks later. He was like, I didn't realise it was that soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Um, yeah, mm. Kingston was... She went to Adelaide, which is, is still like five hours away. Well, like maybe four hours away from us. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. Part of my soul was like, do it, Aiden. But the other part was like, don't do it, Aiden. You... We, we, if there, an actual doctor comes, so we, we, that would be like so crazy if we just like, yeah, left. My dream is to get my collection box sets from the classic Who to get them signed by doctors and companions. That'd but be great. Yeah, I don't, don't think that's ever gonna happen living in Perth. Yeah. Jolly old Perth. <laughs> just move over to the UK, lads. Come on, That's job done. It, Come mate. on. I mean, I'd love to live in London, but you can have that argument with my girlfriend if you like, Troy. <laughs> just persuade us to move over as well. Nah. Done. <laughs> done. Um, just uproot your whole life. It's really easy once you easy. know what you're doing. Okay. We'll just, just should we just your start life. lifting this shit and start just taking just it taking over? It. Yeah. Exactly. You- just get it, get in a skip. Get the skip on a plane. Fly it over. <laughs> job done. Do you and Crispy have any? I know you always joke about, it, but do you actually have any plans like cemented to try and meet and do an in-person app? Wow. Not cemented, but we're hoping to do something for six years. That's kind of like our little idea oh, at the minute. No It'd be way, really nice course. to kind of do something for that. That would be, be that'd be good. Hopefully, we can make that work. Mm. Um, if if we still tolerate each other by then, we'll have to see. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. Oh, he gets annoying at times. You know, he's a little bit of a pain. You know, I'm not. It's he's like a little that. bit annoying. No. You that just hate Australians, out. Troy. That's that's all I'm hearing. I do actually. It is it is a bit of a problem. It's a deep rooted thing. I think it comes yeah. from my ancestors. Like, you know, sometimes nah. they just say words funny. You know, that's <laughs> they do. They have a weird obsession with shrimps and barbies. I don't oh get it. God. I really that- don't. That, I hate that analogy. No one fucking says that, Troy. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. What's next, Connor? What's Which next? episode do you most relate to? That was the quickest segue from anything ever. You really didn't like that Barbie joke, did you? You really didn't like, it. Really didn't like that, did you? Oh, no, no, go on. Oh. I'll, I'll put some bloody... Sh- I mean, I don't eat seafood anymore, but I'll, I'll put some shrimps on the Barbie for you. you eat it. I, good man, good so man, funny. good man. <laughs> Sorry, so what was it? What do I relate to? Which episode? Yeah, what um, what shrimps do you put on the Barbie? No, uh, what episode do you most relate to? <laughs> I couldn't. Right, I've got a bit of an answer, but I kind of don't know whether to go with just the joke answer. I'll go with my actual answer. Which one should I go with? Both. Both. Yeah. 
Both. Okay. The joke answer is 11th hour because, like Jeff, I need to get a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not for the same reason. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have Matt Smith walking on me on the laptop, but just yeah, for the comfort of getting yeah, a girlfriend. Yeah, what's the laptop? Right, you know? Okay. You know? <laughs> Um, although if Matt Smith yes. did come into my room, that would be very cool. I'd be like, hi, I really like you. You're a very cool guy. Um, but, he, you know, I'd probably be watching Doctor Who on my laptop rather than anything else. Or playing <laughs> Sonic Frontiers because I keep, I keep playing that. It's a problem. I'm not, I'm not um, sure how I would react it, if Matt Smith just walked into my room. I have a few questions. Yeah, I'd it's a good like, point. If anyone you liked really walked into your room, you'd be like, how, how did you get it? The door's locked. I know. Like, I'd be like, this is intruding, but also, you're Matt Smith. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, uh, like when... Uh, Ten said Simon, you got your legs on silence. You have to have the TARDIS on silence and not hear the doctor walking into your room. <laughs> I mean, you ha- oh, my posters would go flying. Nothing would be stuck to the wall if a TARDIS landed in here. <laughs> That's how you die. The TARDIS comes in, it swells it everything around, me. the pops come flying, and then it, yeah, it crushes you. Like uh, like Graham's, what's, is it Graham's uh, chair that gets that destroyed chair. by the TARDIS? You broke my chair. <laughs> That's Troy, the chair. You broke my chair. Crushed. Well, if you will, leave things lying around. Um... <laughs> My, my other answer there was was Lazarus experiment purely because it's a, that's why it's an overlap with the client glad the overlap one is one I had another answer for mm-hmm. was because I kind of like the debate about like mortality which is very right. deep but it's like you know saying about I love I love the line the tenth doctor has of some people live more in uh, twenty years than others do in eighty it's not the time that matters it's the person mm. I, I love that that's like a really like nice con- idea that you know if if you live a short life you know as long as you make the most of it that's what should matter more than how long yeah. the life is. Well, you and, uh, like it's apparently just... just lived a short life because you have just died. That's it, yeah. So, um... Yeah, I've been crushed by Pops. 23 it's... years of age on the scrap heap. It's no, no <laughs> life for me, is it? Honestly. Um, <laughs> but no, I, and but... I just... I, it's a very human thing, isn't it? To want to cheat death, to want to challenge death and to want to not die. Mm. You know, but there's, there's also that thing. It's, it's And the Doctor's such a good mirror for that and you get to see it. Like, I, I realised it more growing up how what good of an analogy it was to put against someone who does live for so long, who sees yeah. everyone else they know die. Like... What was it? Was it Capaldi who said it was Capaldi, wasn't it? Who said um, living forever, it, immortality isn't living forever. It's watching everyone else die, or something mm. like that. He said it was like it's watching everyone else die and you and you having to live on, which is like a like it's it's fair. It's a dark thing to think about. Like if you did live forever, you'd watch everyone else die. So it's kind of like it's a nice metaphor that episode about like the beauty of life and that you know this sounds very 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 deep. This doesn't it? It's no, like the, it's, it is like it is kind of like short and fleeting, and it's it's you make the most of it while you've got it. You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, this is a, this episode of the podcast is kind of about death. It's so about it's, death. It's, it's so, yeah. fine. Um, hey, it's on brand. It's on brand. There you and go. I, I work uh, just quite gonna close whack to... myself over the head with a pop. <laughs> <laughs> I work quite close to to death. I, I do like live streams, and um, like nine out of ten live streams will be a funeral. Um, so I I witness like twenty five funerals a week. Um, like I, I think a lot about death, and so when we turn the tables you're on us one day, for this show, honestly, I know you're, you're yeah, blimey, for the, for the death show. When we turn the tables on us one day, and we do this with ourselves, yes, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to talk about death with each other. I think definitely because I've got thoughts about death. I can't really hear it. <laughs> this is this bring is me back on. We'll turn we'll turn it around, and I'll ask you the questions. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, you ask the questions. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Um, so tell me about you your can... podcast. How did you two meet? What's going on there? Come on. <laughs> Unfortunately, we ran to each other at school and then the rest is history. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. know each other for so long, haven't you? That's what's so cool. Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I actually don't know the actual <laughs> Oh, my headphones are gone. <laughs> it was since year... It was year, it was year eight, eight camp. So yeah, that, was... that was a long time ago. We graduated in 2016, so... Gee, blimey. Is it the 10-year anniversary... 
This year. Was it, it B? Is it this year? Shit. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, because it was. Um, it was. We were talking about dinosaurs in a spaceship, which was 2012. So, um, correct. Oh, yes. What an amazing episode, dinosaurs yes. in a spaceship. That's how we met. So, and then, um, yeah, and the rest is history. You know, ups and downs, and we'll get into that in episode 200. Oh, the 200. Yeah, the, you finally addressed the previous. The B. T. The T. The B. The two in two hundred stands for just, Everything just gets laid out on the table. All revealed. Okay, Troy. Look, mate. What episode? Objectively, it doesn't have to be your favorite. But you know, what's an episode that you look at it and you just think that is probably the best made episode of Doctor Who? I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but I kind of have to say, it. and it also feels very topical for this episode in particular. Heaven mm. sent. Yeah, I feel like everyone's because, gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fair. everyone's yeah, gonna it's say true. that. I'm not sure if it's my personal favorite. It's definitely one of my favorites, but just. It's, it might be a little bit too confusing for some people. I do know people who found like the concept a bit hard to get their head around to begin with and like, understand. So it may not be the most accessible story immediately for someone who doesn't know Doctor Who very well. Right. But I think it's just... it's Mainly because of Peter Capaldi's acting capabilities, really. But him being able to carry a solo story, it kind of... It sums up Doctor Who. Just like the, the, con- the sci-fi concept, the monster chasing you around, trying to solve puzzles. And there's just acting and music perfection. The mm-hmm. fact that Series 9's soundtrack has a disc entirely composed of Heaven Sent yeah. tracks says enough. Yeah. Like, like that is so good. wild yeah, to me. It's absolutely. a four-disc soundtrack, and one of them is just the Heaven Sent music. That is yeah. so funny to me. I love it's that. A, it, it, the score's so good there that it kind of became 12's theme in Series like 10 and, and stuff. Like, yeah. they kind of got rid of the, did, the good man theme. Did you theme know The Shepherd's Boy, that track, actually was in the 50th anniversary first? Oh, is it at the end when they're all coming together? Yeah, it's it when they're in when they're in the shed and they're coming up with the plan about um, freezing Gallifrey. The same motif of da na 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 starts playing, and I only oh, heard it when course. I went back to fiftieth. Like recently, I was like, "Wait, that wasn't you in the Shepherd's yeah, Boy?" And I almost was kind of, of like course, sad. I yeah. was like, oh, "This he, he took the motif and made it into Capaldi. It should have been Capaldi's from the start. What do you yeah. mean?" But <laughs> well, it is one of the best pieces of music in Doctor Who. It's so foreshadowing good. the eyebrow reveal. Okay, of that's that's what we'll say uh-huh, now. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right, which episode have you watched the most? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. what did I actually say for this in the end? Um, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if you said the power of the Doctor, even though yeah, it only literally. came out a month ago. Yeah. Honestly, I've, well, actually, I've, I've only seen that about three or three or four times. I need to watch that again. To be fair, I need to. I really need to. Mm. Um, but I, I, I literally put a man because I, I saved the document separate to you, so you wouldn't see what I wrote. Yeah. Um, and I put trying to pick something different. I'm going for Tooth and Claw because I watched that a lot as a kid. That was another episode like Lazarus Experiment and Love and Monsters that I did watch a lot. I I I was a kid. I probably was too young, but I remember watching an American Werewolf in London when I was a kid. Like the 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 old like horror film that I just thought was really cool. And I love something about werewolf transformations just really fascinating to me as a kid, like as a concept and like a horror thing. Mm-hmm. And seeing that in Doctor Who, and I, when I thought it was genuinely really well done, like, yeah. especially that was the year before Lazarus Experiment, the CGI and that and the way that was put together. Almost uncomfortable for all the bone crackings. I forgot how much of that there was when he's screaming. I was like, ooh, yeah, that's terrifying. a bit. It's yeah. a little bit. But the transformation is, is phenomenal, and I love the episode that comes out of it. I think it opens a bit weird with the whole jumping about ninja stuff with the guys in the mm. red robes. It was like, I was like, is this Doctor Who? This is a bit weird. But, like, the episode is just amazing. It's a really, really it's, good episode. It's strange, because, like, when we when we did the rewatch, one thing that we noted when we got when we went from when we went to season two was that it was obvious that season one they sort of were very open to being quite dark and it it was a much darker series and then series two 
you could tell it was a bit more like, oh, we've got a massive audience. Let's make it a bit more family friendly. And so it's weird because it's like, I think in in general, it's generally it's a more lighthearted season, but then you have episodes like Tooth and Claw and Girl in the Fireplace to an extent that are like much darker. Yeah, and, definitely. And yeah, Tooth and Claw in particular is it was like still trying to, uh, very dark. It mm. was like season one, I was trying to find its audience and season two, it felt like almost it was still trying to... Trying to find its tone. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, and like understanding that there are probably like older people and younger people watching it and trying to please the masses, I guess. But yeah. Definitely. Definitely a scary episode for when... Good answer. And great school. Great school. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. What is... And we, we don't want to be negative for too long here, Troy, so we'll move on very quick from this one, okay? But Good, good. <laughs> what What is an episode? Didn't really come together for you. What's, what's the worst episode of Doctor Who? I... There's only a few episodes I don't really like. I'm not going to say In the Forest of the Night, and that's too easy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Fear Her. I said it yep. was terrible earlier, and I realised, I was like, I don't think it's terrible. I just It's not It's not like a, a big one for me. Mm-hmm. The one, this is more recent, when on the rewatch, I watched it, and was like, this really is not good. The Doctor in the Wind in the Wardrobe. Oh, I don't think I've oh quite God. said that right, but that episode, yeah. I, I re-watched it and was like, this is not, it, 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 it's not that good. It's, it's mm. not that good. The acid rain, the wooden creatures. They had Bill Bailey. You don't waste Bill Bailey. <laughs> I couldn't, like, I was just like... Ugh. A year just, after Christmas land. Carol, which is, like... The best. The best. Yeah. It's just no, it's crazy. Not, but that's that's unrelated. What's the, um, what's the best? What's the best? Voyage of European? the Damned, easily, hands down. It's, that's um, very good, to be fair. I'll allow it. The best Christmas special. No, the best Christmas... I, I don't care whether you allow it or not. It's just a fact. It's up to you whether you admit the truth or not. You know, accept it. Accept it. <laughs> Voyage I'm the monks, and I'm telling you the truth. It's Voyage of the Damned <laughs> is the best Christmas episode. End off. It, it um, is very good. No, seriously. I, and it's a good point, Christmas Carol. To be fair, when Christmas Carol first came out, I wasn't a big fan of it, but I've, I've liked it more yeah, retroactively. But, but yeah, it. like de- when you compare those two side by side, you are like, yeah. Mm. It's, it's also, like I, I know that- so different. <laughs> There's that weird green screen moment at the start of the episode, isn't there, where he's like jumping off the spaceship, and then you can just tell he's been superimposed on a ship exploding. Oh, like it's, I, you it's can so forgive bad. so much goofy stuff in Doctor Who, but I remember seeing that bit and going, "That was that is much worse than I remember it being." Oh yeah. wow, that is something. That is something. Yeah, when it's, we when we reviewed mm. Doctor Who Goes to Nadia on the pod, I remember the first half of it was like. I, I was like hella Doctor into it. Doctor Who goes to Nadia. <laughs> that's then... what it's called on the uh, on the Spotify yeah. listing, isn't it? Every every episode of our podcast is called the episode we review. Um, and for that one, I just called it Doctor, Doctor Who goes, goes to Nadia. Um, <laughs> it works. Uh, yeah, I remember like enjoying the first half and being like, "What? What am I talking about? This is good. That is this the, is good yeah, shit." The thing, yeah. And then yeah. like all of a sudden, like it just takes a turn, and I'm like, "Oh no! Oh, it, it's bad. We're going downhill a lot here." And I think as the ending's nice Narnia and wholesome. Pretty much. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, the ending works for me a bit. It's kind of wholesome, um, but the VFX in places. It looks pretty, except the VFX. And uh, mm. I remember when we did the pod, we found out that it was like they shot it. They finished shooting like late September. Oh, it was really yeah. so. It, it came. They had like October, November, and a bit of December to like edit and do the entire post production process. So mm. like, I'm sure like the VFX was like attacked on two yeah, seconds didn't definitely. murray say he had a week Ma- to do murray, the school yeah murray had something like a week or two weeks it's crazy yeah Blimey. crazy Blimey. yeah that's fair that man's insane what is the funniest is. laugh out loud episode oh this was a tough one and it's not necessarily because i don't find doctor who funny or something but just because tough, i couldn't yeah. think of like an episode on its own that like i'm like that is like a funny episode of doctor who 
Mm. And I, I probably will. I'll probably go back and like think of things uh, after this. But I picked out three for like key scenes. One is um, the sound of drums because I remember <laughs> as a kid the scene in the cabinet where he's like, "Funny is like this." Yeah. Not funny is like this, and Classic. that, and also when the Tocophane kill um, Vivian Rock, and he keeps opening the door to hear her scream, and then shutting it, <laughs> opening it again, shutting it. There's that. Last the Time Lords when he's pushing the Doctor around to his sisters, and most yeah. recently Power the Doctor dancing to Rasputin. Like Classic. goofy stuff like that is just like top tier for me. Like it's mm. the kind of stuff like there's a level of Doctor you can just get away with, and like that kind of level is just so good to me. So like I picked, yeah. I picked a few moments rather than episodes. So. I'm cheated a bit, but I suppose because I picked That's two from fine, Sound of yeah. Drums, if I had to pick one, I'd say Sound of Drums, probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, no. yeah, because the Sound of Drums, that has the phone conversation as well, where, where the master goes, are you asking me on a date? Yeah, yeah. No, Sound of Drums, I'll pick that one out. That's probably yeah. the funniest just, out of the, the choices. It's a great episode all round. It balances like the, those funny comedic moments, but with like a real dark tone underneath. That's like, yeah. oh, this, this means business, you know? Um, also, when I was a kid, I didn't realize Wild Goose Chase was a figure of speech. So when he said he'd sent Torchwood off on a Wild Goose Chase, I thought you meant they were literally <laughs> off chasing wild geese. That's a fun fact. I genuinely, genuinely thought that. I'm not even sure my mum knows that. I'm going to tell her on this and she'll listen to it. And she'll go, you what? <laughs> she listens to Who's Very There good. every week. It's lovely. It's so sweet. Oh, that's awesome. My parents Chase are always like... Out. Yeah, our parents remember to do that. I, uh, my mum's asked to listen and I'm like, mum... You don't want you to. You should, you should. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think my parents would ever listen. Yeah. I think m- my dad subbed on YouTube, but I don't think he knows how to, like, find it. Mm. I don't think he knows what, like, a sub feed is or, like, anything like that. What is like a podcast? Yeah. yeah. People, I don't think he really knows what a podcast is, to be honest. But... I remember for, like, the first, like, year and a half of doing this show, my parents were like, are you going down to do your uh, Doctor Who audio thing? Today, your, your blog. You're, you're doing my your... friends just call it a blog. Yeah, that's yeah. not really a blog. It's a thanks. podcast. It's a podcast, mom. It's a podcast. It's a phase. Uh, so, Troy, you're dead. You've got Rip. yes. You know, you're covered in pop vinyls. It's all, <laughs> it's all a mess. You know, uh, your mom really called us. It does sound like heaven to me, buddy. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> your your mum found you. She's called me and Connor. Your boys over to come and to come and you know. Just, just Still clean your, your Jody up, pop vinyl, you know, and and that yeah, got left for us in the wheel. Well, we, yeah, we, we can well, take the we'll Jody just pocket one. them. Chris, yeah, we might have, have something up. to say yeah. about that, but yeah, go on. So we, we've come, we've got a, you know, we we got the coffin. We'll put you in the coffin, but we'll, we'll give you the pop vinyls too. They're they're with you in your final moments. One or two. We'll throw them all in in the coffin as well. There we go. We're all in, but you know, by the time all your hefty amount of pop vinyls, which you can see behind you, by the time they're all in the coffin. There's only enough room for, I mean, one disc, uh, half a disc containing one episode of Doctor Who. So what is the episode of Doctor Who that you want to take to take with you to the people in 50% heaven that best represents your love for Doctor Who? Deep thought. It's going to be far in the future where you can fit the entire si- series onto a single disc, and I would have that in the in the in the. You cannot cheat. You cannot cheat. T- well, I'm going to have to, unfortunately, because I didn't know you were going to say one episode, and I picked oh. I picked a story. I picked a two episode story. Uh, yeah, okay, you can do um, that. We we'll can we'll give you. A, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, okay. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Well, thank with you. the with the angels of fifty percent, we've got to yeah, be nice. you know, we we, we see a lot. Uh, okay, there, all right, like... good, good, good. An episode for each of you. There you go. That, um, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I did mention Stolen Earth already, but the two-parter of Stolen Earth Journeys End as a whole mm. is, like, it's one of those that's just peak Doctor Who. 
all yes. these characters. You've got like classic with Sarah Jane. You've got modern with like Torchwood and some of Sarah Jane's characters. You've got David Tennant, Catherine Tate. You've got Billy Piper coming back. You got Martha. All these other characters showing up. There's a huge kind of like crossover event. And people made this joke before, but obviously, you know, everyone goes, oh, Infinity War was the most ambitious crossover, but Doctor Who was doing it in 2008, you know? Mm -hmm. Ten years prior, they had a pretty ambitious crossover on a BBC budget to bring these three shows together and have them all tie in. And in a way that was nice, like, because sometimes, I mean, like, with, with, like, Arrowverse stuff, when they used to do, like, oh, Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow and all this doing crossovers, you had to watch an episode from each of the shows. And it's like, I get that. But also, I wasn't watching any of the shows, so it was just a hassle being like, which episode do I have to watch here? And then blah, blah, blah. Doctor Who was just like, three shows in the main one. Have fun. And it was yep. just a really nice way to do that crossover. It was a really accessible and fun way. The story was great. I knew who Davros was by that point, I think because of the Battles in Time trading cards. So like, right. I knew he was the creator of the Daleks. So like, when I saw the hand as a kid, I was like, what, eight eight years old? I was like, it's Davros! It's Davros! <laughs> I was like, who? Like, it's Davros! It's Davros! <laughs> so like, I just like I got excited about that. The Supreme Dalek, which is, can I reach it? I don't think I can reach it. I have the Eagle Moss figure. I was gonna, I was gonna flex. I was gonna flex, but I can't. Flex, I flex can't away. Reach it. Flex, it is flex. The best Dalek flex. design possibly wow. ever. Maybe I don't know. Wow. I love wow. that. It's good. I love it's that good. Supreme Dalek. That or hot take, hot take, possibly, probably is the Revolution Daleks. Oh. I think that is also. Oh. That is that, not me shitting on them last week saying so like, all, the, no, all the comments saying I got so much shit for that as well. All I, the comments are like, like what's you deserved it. Yeah, what's you deserve it. And I was like, ah, you know. The yeah. Revolution Daleks, mate. Hang on, let me get back up because that's just, just my, uh, my shitty takes, you know. Classic. That's what this podcast it is. It is. No, it actually is. That actually is. That's all it I is. Just, the Revolution I, Daleks I, are delicious. It's funny. Like, I was like, I'm sure some people agree with me and it was like, nope. Even you were like, oh, I like them, and I was like, okay. I like them just, with the with the blue, me. with the little blue, the light. new, the new nice. improved Brit ones. Blue yeah. and red, both the lightings look good. Really, I think the red mm. maybe was like a little bit more menacing, maybe, but the, like just the design was so sleek. I love it. I love Spooky. it. Bring them back. Bring them back. <laughs> the classic hater. <laughs> well, hey, they said they're getting rid of the time war Daleks, so you know. Thank God. Yes, of course. Thank yeah. God. I love them. I'm not sure like... how happy I am about that. I, I, I like they've been such a staple for all this time. I'm, I'm glad they are going to move on. But not seeing them ag- ever again now yeah, would I be a little bit will... weird because they've been yeah. here on and off for so long. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, we were saying that maybe in like a couple of years they'll do like maybe like an Asylum of the Daleks type thing where they pop up. Exactly. Again, but yeah. Who knows? You know, like it's they'll like be back. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like nothing's ever really gone per se. Yeah. With Doctor Who, I feel like I can just bring it back when they want. All right, but yeah, I knew the sign would be great. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to a new design. Yeah. Same. Something something nice. Something different. Yeah. Yeah, something less bronze is my my take. Um, Troy, Fair. you you have successfully made it to the afterlife in heaven, along with all your well pop done. finals. I like how I'm like <laughs> waving my hands like like it's behind yeah, us. Yeah, I've, I've managed Welcome. to get to heaven with the poster of the Fifty Percent Doc Two yeah. podcast. That's great. <laughs> the, but... the pearly gates is the Fifty Percent. Yes, you podcast, step through uh, it. Poster and and ta-da. Um, All yours. You have been an amazing guest, Troy. Thank you very much for being on the show. Would you like to to plug? Where can we find you? You got anything coming up? Plug it. Yeah, you it. tell us if you want to send me links. I'll put them down below in in the pod. You uh, you you let me know. How, how much? How much can I share? How long have I got? <laughs> oh, well, you got to promote yourself. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. No. Um. So the main channel for me is Red Archer Live. You can find that on YouTube and on Twitch. 
Um, and the Doctor You podcast, you can also find me on Twitter under Red Archer Live as well, and Instagram. Twitter, I'm much more interactive on, so if you want to talk to me, that's probably the best place if it's still alive in a few weeks' time. Um, <laughs> and the podcast is Who's There, a Doctor You podcast. That's on uh, youtube.com slash at who's there DW because there's the weird handles thing now. Mm. It's odd. I don't yeah. know. I prefer that, to that handles really is weird. I head, but yeah. yeah. Came out of nowhere. I, I don't know. Hate. Hate. Just hate. Hate it. <sighs> we just hate that. We hate new Come things. Come on. Did you, did you let my joke slide, slip past there? Come on. Oh, I'm right, sorry. Guys. <laughs> we'll rewind. I said I preferred it when handles was a Cyberman head. Come uh, on. Come uh, on. Uh, oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Um, I'll tell you what, Troy, you if you ever want to fight us on um, Payday one day, I assume that's what you do on it. I've never played it. I don't but know we what. Could, yeah. We could verse you. I don't know I how to pay the game. I've got a bunch of them lying around. So if you want to, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Let me just Google how to payday. You can, you can. How, how to payday? <laughs> and that's like what such is a boomer, a payday? You can get on console and shit, um, surely. You can get if you play you, on if PlayStation. You remember the intro, Ivan Crispy for for my old podcast. He's like, he's like, what is payday? Can you tell me what payday is? And I was like, no one's gonna listen. Now he said that. He's like, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I promise. I love payday. I love pay payday. Payus Deus. He's he's funny, Crispy. Is it on PS4 and stuff? Payday. It is on consoles, but it's not got nearly as much on it. PC is a better platform to play it on. Mm. There's a lot of stuff on Xbox and, and PS on Xbox One and PS4 specifically, um, okay. but PC is the best platform if you can get it on that, um, ideally. Um, but yes, yeah, so for the podcast, the socials are at Who's IDW, so Twitter and Instagram if you want to keep in touch with us. Awesome, um, very cool. But yeah, thank you, lads. It's been it's been a fun time. Although I wish I hadn't died, but you know, we move, I guess. You win That's, some, you lose it's, some. It's, it's the rules, I'm afraid. You know, it happens. The new rules: if you are a guest on this podcast, we is you to, have to die. Yeah, we need to have like we need to get like <laughs> a, a tombstone like kind of wall almost, and like put all the people that we've had on who have, in like, memory. Troy yeah, in slash memory. Red so Archer Live. We can start with Troy, and then whoever <laughs> just comes next, and we'll just have a massive, a massive thing. I don't know if I want tombstones in my office no i meant like like on like a like a photoshop <laughs> oh right like yeah social socials like every time there's a new one not an actual tombstone a post like a memorial office. wall and you like yeah, stick on like the a, names as each person a memorial, shows off. you know more of a, a photoshop aim and you can post it on twitter and instagram okay. and then you can see who has sadly passed that makes more sense we can tag a brett goldstein in it and he'll be like Thank you. Thank you for thank you for copying. For copying, I'd be like, yes. you'll you'll be hearing from my lawyer. You stole my my <laughs> Yeah, it might happen, you know. So uh, on that the, note, the go James check Charles out. Response. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely not funny. Delete this, or my lawyer will be in contact. Um, why do I know that? Why do I know I, that quote? Because you're a James Charles fan. Absolutely not. Hi, <laughs> sisters. Absolutely not. Um, okay, that makes yeah. Sister sense. We will link the. Uh, uh, Brett's podcast down below as well because it's worth a a listen because it has all sorts of guests such as Ross T Davis. Um, yeah, why can't I think of Yaz's character uh, actor Mandip Gill? There we go. I honestly Mandip thought you Gil. meant who's there for a second, and I was like, when did we get Russell T Davies on? What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yes, who's there will be linked below as well, as well as Brett's podcast, Films to Be Buried with, which in the intro I would have told you all about. And um, we're going to be appearing on Brett's podcast soon <laughs> when he hears on this. TBD, Brett has, stay tuned. Yep, that would be a great three sixty. You know, for like, us to be on Brett's Brett yeah. fucking Goldstein's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah is that his middle name yes it is actually yes. that would be a cool nickname you, wait that. does he have <laughs> two I people on at once no he only ever has one that's okay we can, we can do two I'll yeah, just, no I'll just go on it's fine <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to come hey, I'm such a huge fan you know so. <laughs> 
Troy, thank you very much. You'll now have to listen to us uh, do our outro, which I'm not sure if you've ever heard before, which we do live on air. I've heard it once before. I've heard it once before. And that's stolen from another podcast as well. It actually is. (laughs) And I doubt anyone knows which one it is and we'll never say. You shouldn't have said it then, mate. Oh, I would have admitted that. Whoops. Well, look, the words are original. It's the beat. It's the beat. So dumb. I'll be shocked if anyone knows what it is, but I'm never going to say it. No, no. Right. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 50Doctor and give us a subscribe at the 50% Doctor Who Podcast YouTube channel. I've been Aiden. I've been Connor. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for coming on, Troy. Troy is the other person that has been here. Whoa. Thank you, Troy. Thank Whee! you, Troy. Let's go, Connor. Feel free to sing along, Troy. Oh, or, or hum. Hum. Oh. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it, gets, it gets better every time. All right, ready? It does. And a one. And, and a two. And a skiddly diddly do. It's Aiden's and Connor's podcast. They're doing Doctor Who reviews, but not today. And with Troy, too. Who reviews. Woo! Wow! What a sh- what a show! Absolute this, tune. This is the part where we just we just ramble for thirty seconds before we eat, before we cut off. It's our post credit scenes. You'd love that as a Marvel fan. Yeah. Oh, it, oh yeah, I love a good post credit scene. What what's next? What's next? Oh fuck! Yeah, we need to do. Uh, a, oh, we actually we should have said next? what we're doing next. What are we doing next? Battlefield next week. Sylvester Battlefield McCoy four part story. Yeah, that'd be good. Yes, and um, I prefer I'm, Call of Duty personally. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's how it ends with a terrible joke. Uh-huh. Woo!